Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Get Booked listeners. Welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked. It's all about books that we just can't resist shouting about. This is Amanda Nelson, and today's hand cell is Dear Scarlet by Teresa Wong. Let's hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Penguin Young Readers. So this book I'm about to tell you about is giving five worlds meets spirited away realness. It's about a girl fighting her way back home after getting trapped in the spirit world. It follows Anzu, who's moved to a new town during Oban, a time for families to remember and celebrate their ancestors. And ever since her Albachan died, Oban has lost its magic. She doesn't feel much like celebrating anymore. So while avoiding holiday festivities, Anzu spots a stray dog down the street, a dog that seems to be staring right at her. So when she chases it, she slips and falls down a bridge, losing consciousness. And when she awakes, she's in the Shinto underworld known as Yomi. The stray dog, she finds out, is actually the gatekeeper of Yomi, and he warns her to return to the human realm before it's too late. Like I said, Miyazaki realness, um, I'm super excited for this. So make sure to pick up Anzu in the Realm of Darkness by Mai K. Nguyen. And thanks again to Penguin Young Readers for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Greenleaf Book Group. No summer vacation should be without a great read. And I don't know about you, but I am partial to mysteries and thrillers for my hot month reads. It's hot girl reading summer always over here. And from the award-winning librettist of Legally Blonde, the musical and the screenwriter of Freaky Friday, Heather Hawk, comes the page-turning psychological thriller, The Trouble with Drowning. So when author Eden Hart floats into Tucson's Antigone books and all her dazzling perfection to give a reading, Kat, a struggling writer, can't help but compare herself. Thankfully, Kat's life starts to take on its own Eden-like glow when her literary future takes shape and she falls madly in love with Jacob. As demons from her past begin to surface, Kat's mental health craters and this halcyon dream slips through her fingers. For the fastest-paced slow burn you won't be able to put down, be sure to check out The Trouble with Drowning by Heather Hawk on Amazon or your retailer of choice. And thanks again to Greenleaf Book Group for sponsoring this episode. So if you are new to this show, it's been a while since we explained what the hand cell is, other than, you know, what's in the introduction to the episode. The hand cell is a small mini episode that Jen and I created to make space for books that we wanted to recommend, but that we have not found a question to. <laughs> so like nobody has asked us a question that these books kind of slot into necessarily, but we still really think they're worth reading. Um, and you know, we're both former independent booksellers. So we still have that desire to shout books from the rooftop. So that's why we created the hand cell to give us room to do those things to recommend books that you know, we didn't have space or purpose to recommend otherwise. 
So that said, let's talk about today's book, which is Dear Scarlet, The Story of My Postpartum Depression. This is by Teresa Wong, and it's from the small press Arsenal Pulp Press. This is a graphic novel that I think is very important. It's a memoir, graphic novel, and it is about, obviously, (laughs) her postpartum depression. So the process of pregnancy and childbirth is something that's not discussed enough. I have twins. They're 10 years old. Every time I talk about the actual experience of what giving birth is like. I get women in my DMs who are grown, you know, but are still like, oh my gosh, no one ever told me that it's like that. You don't know until you have your own kids, which is ridiculous nonsense, right? It's a process that a third of the country is going to go through and we don't ever, ever talk about it really. And the experience of postpartum depression, which is fairly common in people who have just given birth, again, is a thing that's not really discussed. And because it's not discussed, people don't know that they're experiencing it in the moment. And that can just lead to a lot more guilt and shame, you know, because women who feel like, oh, I'm not, I'm not loving my child as much as I should be. I'm not loving the process of being a mother of a newborn as much as I'm quote unquote, supposed to like something is wrong with me, something is broken. No, it's a hormonal, real medical issue that you are entitled to receive treatment for. So More books and memoirs and explorations of that experience are absolutely needed in our, you know, canon. And this is a great addition to that. So Teresa talks about her, you know, her experience with postpartum depression. It's in the form of a letter to her daughter, Scarlett. And she talks not just about, you know, the the desperation of feeling depressed when you have a newborn, but the compounding factors. So you're depressed, right? You have the pretty common symptoms of depression, being tired, not wanting to get out of bed, the hopelessness, all of that. On top of that, you have the exhaustion of not sleeping. And then on top of all of that, you have the societal expectations placed on mothers. I'm saying mothers here specifically, not fathers, placed on mothers about the experience that they are supposed to have um, after they have a baby. And On top of all of that is Teresa Wong's personal experience of being Chinese and having her mother come in and, you know, make her all of this, these specific Chinese recipes that are designed for people who have just given birth and why they're important. And really the comparison between childbirth in a a non-Western culture, you know, like in Chinese culture, it's also pretty common in Filipino culture from my experience and Thing, but in the West, we get this very like isolated version of motherhood, not really the village that it takes to, to, to raise a newborn or experience a newborn or recover from childbirth even. So the opposite, the like juxtaposition of Western experiences of childbirth and her Chinese experience with her mother, uh, or the cultural experience rather, the juxtaposition of those two things makes it worse. It just makes it worse that like you can see a culture that would be supportive and you have one member of your family here because they're both immigrants. I think they're in Canada. Yeah, they're in Canada. So her and her mom are immigrants. So she doesn't have a big support system, but she has her mom and she can see how helpful her mom is and how helpful it would be to have the rest of her family around, but she doesn't. And Western society is not set up to support new moms in any way, really, (laughs) Um, especially in the US. I mean, at least Canada has maternity leave. The US doesn't even have that. So- that's fascinating. And I think that intersection of race with being a mom and, and childbirth, all of that is really important and fascinating, too. But just her and then she she talks about that one having her baby, you know, and then she has a second child later. And the ins and outs of her treatment, like this is the kind of thing that I was saying before, that's just not discussed enough. She talks about going to therapy, she talks about being put on antidepressants, how they helped, how they didn't, what it, how it affected her mood, how it didn't, how long she needed to go to therapy for, um, what her experience was like with her second pregnancy, if it repeated, how her partner was or was not helpful. All of these things that are so essential 
to new moms not feeling alone that we just don't hear enough of. So I'm not saying like run out and buy this book for every pregnant person you know in your life. Maybe they won't have any postpartum depression at all, which is great. But if they do, I think this might be a helpful thing to give to a new parent who is feeling this way or a new person who has just given birth who is feeling this way to just let them know that it's a common experience. You are not alone in this experience. You are completely in your rights, can and should go get some medical help for it. And if you are ignored by your you know, your doctors, then you should raise a fuss if you can or have your partner raise a fuss. Get the support that you need. You know, it's not offered in Western society to people who have given birth. So if you can fight for it, then you should. But just the reassurance that you aren't alone in how you feel with postpartum depression, which I did have after my twins were born. And nobody uh, recognized it, including my doctors. But in retrospect, I can say that that's exactly what was going on. Yeah, let's like, let's stand behind new parents, right? So that is Dear Scarlet, the story of my postpartum depression. Important, important graphic novel by Teresa Wong. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our audio editor, Jen Zink. You can find more recommendations at bookriot.com. We do have a lot of lists of books about parenting, memoirs um, from parents that are important and interesting. And we have more podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen. You can email us at getbookedatbookriot.com and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you are looking for where to find us on social media, I'm on Instagram at I'm Amanda Nelson. And Jen is on Twitter at Jen IRL. And she's also on Instagram at I am Jen IRL. Both of those Jens with two Ns. And we will be back on Thursday. <laughs>